0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Hello and welcome to the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. I'm joined today by Deputy Ezra Macwell, David Price. Hello, and uh, Deputy Reviews Editor Henry Burrell. Hello. Two deputies. I'm your sheriff. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Apple going back to school and the Huawei P20 iPhone killer, or is it? But firstly, David Price, uh, Apple big event this week in Chicago. Quite a big event. I'm going to ask you why I was in Chicago because that was the first thing that I wondered. But also, what what did they announce? Well,
2: uh, right, which one first? Why, uh, why
3: should, should we say why Chicago first? Yeah, go on then. Because it's the uh, windy
2: city, and they're kicking up a storm.
3: <laughs> this is this is good content, Henry. Uh, apparently, Chicago is uh, is sort of an exemplar of the educational system and technology because uh, Apple have done a program in that city called Everyone Can Code, where they got everybody um, learning how to code apps, basically. Um, and so it's sort of significant to them. And teachers so went or pupils or both? pupils. But teachers were at this event. Cool. Um, and I think they got a couple to, to talk, got their viewpoint on it. And they were talking about how Apple products have affected education um, and how it's sort of in their DNA that they view themselves as this sort of kid-friendly company that they think that it should be part of it, a kid's education, which I have, I have my own take on, really, because I think there's a lot of tiny sinister... Mm-hmm. aspect to any company that um that tries to sort of enter into that that, that part of a, a person's life, you know, that when they we wanna be there when you're a kid, we wanna be there when you're forming your brand loyalties is sort of that element yeah. of it, I so think.
1: Before we dig into like the, um, the I'm, sort I'm of going strategy... Off, I'm going off Before anyway. we go <laughs> into the strategy of it, because I've got some thoughts on that as well, but like, what, what have they actually announced here? Because I know that back in 2012, they announced um, a big sort of play on the education sector. Um, so what's actually been announced this time around? Well,
3: funnily enough, the biggest thing was an iPad. Um, yeah. the, there's a new iPad, a new, a new bargain iPad, budget iPad. What's I the same it.
2: price?
3: It's a bit cheaper, actually
2: by like 10 quid 20 quid, quid. 20 quid yeah. how much is it um it's 319
3: pounds i think um, yeah, it sounds about the same the other one with 339 <laughs> ah. which i think i'll find is 20 pounds cheaper and there's also on top <laughs> of that yeah on top of that there is an educational discount but they haven't said what the educational discount will be in this country in america it's 30 dollars. so in america it's the same price as the last one but then there's an educational discount this one is cheaper isn't it strange? And, there's an educational correct me discount. if i'm wrong
2: isn't it strange that they're making a headline out of the educational discount um, for a, a, a consumer-priced product. Surely most schools will buy them wholesale on like a sort of like a yeah bundle deal, right?
3: I don't know. Because I, it, I, just, I think, just think it's weird.
2: They're like, oh, we're giving you money off, but they have to frame it in still, as Apple, they
3: still have to frame it in the commercial sense of, yeah, $30 off. Knowing it, Apple, you can't probably buy them wholesale. Maybe not. You, I mean, you probably can, but it, it, yeah, it's an interesting way of looking at it because fundamentally this is still an expensive thing and if you if you are your average school, particularly in this country, um I think you know schools are very underfunded, and same in the u s yeah here I, I mean I was thinking a lot about private schools and how whether the real market here is the private school sector um but I think maybe they're Im- imagining that people will buy them for their kids, slightly wealthier families are going to say yeah I'll I'll buy my kid this thing and then I believe they will qualify for the educational discount I don't think the discount is only for schools themselves I think it's also for school children and students so it's just like
2: student discount but it's just applied without (sighs) yeah I think so I think so
1: Um, yeah like you used to get big student discounts on like office yes for Mac and office and office and the products themselves yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah What's yeah. different about it? Uh, I've only re seen. I was, I was away, but I had a. It has Apple Pencil support on like a what is seen as an entry level model.
3: Yeah, so there's not much. Um, the, the Apple Pencil uh, support is the is the flagship feature, and that is is sort of a big deal because ever since the Apple Pencil came out, it's only worked with um, iPad Pros. But it costs a third of what the tablet costs. It costs ninety quid. Um, oh. <laughs> which is uh, oh. which is a lot. Yeah, which is a lot of money for an accessory. <clears throat> but it is the best stylus um, on the market. It is very good. Yeah. Um. And, and it's, so it is quite a big thing that they've taken away an exclusive iPad Pro feature and they've put it, now it's, it's um, what's the word, it's spilling out into the rest of their range. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it will appear on iPhones in the future. Oh, I still it can't, can't see that happening. It really but will anyway. Appear, going back on what they're saying. Um, but other than that, it's almost the same. So it's, there's, um, there's a new colour option, um, which is, it's still called gold, but it's sort of pinky gold. It's really weird. It's right. halfway between the gold and the rose gold. Um, we have the same thing on the iPhone yeah. 8 and 8 Plus. Um, they've upgraded the processor, so now an A10 instead of an A9. So it'll be a bit faster. Same as um, in the
2: iPhone 7s. Yeah, so it's pretty powerful. Yeah, yes, because the I'm iPhone you, 8, you. A11, <laughs> They stuck Fusion and Bionic on the end by their own emission just to make them sound more exciting. It doesn't mean anything. They've admitted that. Yeah. Does
3: that have an impact Absolutely. on battery
2: life? Uh, it may well do. I don't know if the battery is any larger in that one, but generally Apple the same processors battery, are sort of more efficient. As yeah. they um, go up, so it should be fine. Oh, fine. Um, they're
3: still saying 10 hours.
2: Yeah. Um, what I find a bit weird with the Apple Pencil thing is, sure, like it's, uh, but they're kind of in the same way that you think they might be kind of pitching this subvertively to uh, private schools rather than mass, mass market. Yeah. Um, Apple Pencil things, really, like I think the way that tablets work so well, and I have friends who are teachers who work in, uh, actually, in this case, not private schools, um, who have iPads already. And they say the whole ecosystem is built around touch and apps and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think really for them to be putting the um, Apple pencils, the headline here is slightly misleading to how teachers will actually end up using them. I don't think you're going to have like a class full of eight-year-olds like you know drawing masterpieces and actual times, write, doing yeah. handwriting and things like that. I think a lot of it is interactive. They, you can download um, textbook files and, and, and like, fill out stuff on the machines. But also a lot of that I've also heard is is through uh, typing as well, through actually using a laptop instead of a tablet. So how? So that's, they... that's almost
3: part of the skill set that you want yeah. to expose them to, isn't it? So well, I mean, I was reading something on the textbook
1: front as well that they were saying that you can get sort of cheaper textbooks in digital format. Yes. So actually, even though it's an upfront investment of three hundred odd quid, textbooks are expensive. So if you used it for three years and bought cheap textbooks, you might kind of make your money back Yeah, it is, it's better
2: for the student because they, they have to carry around one slab yeah. and it's, it's, everything's on it. And if it's all actually tied into the curriculum, then the teachers don't have to give out all these books because yeah. the kids won't lose them. They can re-download them. Um, it saves on paper. I mean, what schools. I just <laughs> said is, is
1: obviously very Apple-ish logic yeah. and that's the way they'll frame it. But there, there is some
3: market logic to that. Yeah, and in terms of software, they've got a new app coming out called uh, schoolwork which sort of relates to what you're saying <coughs> in that the the teacher will be able to sort of control what is what is going out to all the the kids that they can they can send out an assignment which will sort of pop up in the app this new app uh, schoolwork and it will say what you need to do it'll have pdfs built into it it'll have notes built into it it'll have links mm-hmm. it can it can work within other apps and then those apps are sort of collected together under the okay the aegis of this will uh, they
2: have app. any trouble uh, getting Institutions to sign up to that kind of ecosystem because so many schools now right are based on, uh, as, as our system is on Google and Google Apps.
3: Well, they got they have a they have a strategy for this. So um, Google, yeah, is the is the um, what's the word? <laughs> I can't think of the today. The daddy, yeah, why not? I was I was sort of thinking like the legacy holder, um, but um, yeah, the daddy. Um, but at the moment, a lot of people are paranoid about data, yeah, and privacy and Google's business model. Uh, is on selling data that's sort of how they make money out of these um the rollouts and they've made it very clear that um schoolwork only allows the data to be viewed by the teacher so i th- i think they've been quite canny apple are really really clever at uh tying into current i would say liberal worries mm-hmm. um which is why you know they spent a lot of the time at the event talking about um the what they called? much for our lives thing about the you know talking about the idea of kids having a voice which i think is quite smart i don't think you'd see that a lot of a lot of other events they're quite clever at being political in a sort of non-political way um so i think that i think i I think it's quite a clever rollout so is there more
1: sort of is there more sort of software to help teachers involved here as well in terms of like um sending in your homework digitally i only ask because um Earlier this year, Microsoft actually made a kind of a, a small acquisition where they bought a company called Chalkup, and that's what they do. They um, It's basically a way of sharing your work with your teacher over the cloud instead of having to actually hand it in, um, and then they'll mark it and give it back to you that way. Um, so it saves teachers having to carry around a load of paperwork and stuff like that. Um, why Microsoft acquired it is not yet clear. <laughs> um they possibly they might um, bring it into a more sort of corporate learning thing that they've done with the LinkedIn acquisition is my idea of it. But that seems more likely um, in terms of in, instead of them going after the education sector as brazenly um,
3: as it's, Apple. It's are hard here. to imagine them being accepted in the same way that Apple or Google would. I, I don't know if that's unfair on Microsoft, but you can sort of see how that would be like a direct uh, fit in in work collaboration as well. And mm-hmm. It's the same principle. Is that you have a manager that sends out assignments? Yeah. Instead of it being homework, it's like here's a project to work on, and then you spend time and you collaborate and you write notes, and then you. Yeah, I think to be honest, it was mostly an equity hire, and
1: they wanted the CEO, um, and they actually kind of said that in the press release. But also, um, it's just kind of a bit of a left field thing. So, um, to my original question, are, are Apple like yeah, so that's rolling what... out teacher tools as well?
3: Well, that's that's essentially what schoolwork is for. Sure. This app. Um In the it let yeah, it lets the teacher view all the. Um, this the, the, the sort of sub apps within that so you could have you know a wide range of you know maths and, and science stuff that are dealt with by different apps um and then they still be able to manage them and they all, they have another app called uh classroom which was uh, already i think it, i think it was only available as an app, as an ipad device management thing and it's now coming um to the mac as well so that will enable them to have a better uh, control sort of, of of where the actual individual devices are and and that sort of thing um, they're talking a lot about uh, AR, which is normally yeah. a subject that makes my uh, my eyes feel sleepy. But uh, <laughs> he looked really cool. Um, I think AR. I think it works in the
2: classroom. It works in the from classroom from a creative point of view. It's quite yeah. inspirational to a younger generation. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Again,
1: talking about Microsoft, but Microsoft um, have their mixed reality headset. Yes. Yeah. What <laughs> they call it. Um, which is, is that the... with
3: AR and VR at the same time? Uh, isn't I, it's no, it's
1: AR. It's just their own branding of of yeah. They they want their own term, Um, but theirs is the Hololens, and the Hololens has gone through um, various sort of cycles in terms of Microsoft trying to work out what the hell they're going to do with this piece of quite expensive kit. Um, And they seem to be leaning with a lot of their most recent sort of videos and use cases and marketing um, towards corporate uh, uses of it, but also um, in the education sector, more higher education. So you'll have um, a classroom uh, using a headset to maybe perform an autopsy um in, in augmented reality um makes a lot of sense to me it's a lot easier to do an autopsy on a piece of augmented reality than mm. um, on a natural human body it's probably a lot cheaper as well um similar with um mechanics um and uh so i think uh, a lot of airplane engine manufacturers are looking into this technology um so that you can do sort of diagnostics and look inside an engine for training and stuff without having to actually yeah. have a mm. very expensive engine in front of you. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. S-
3: same principle here I- yeah. for dissections. In yeah. yeah, exactly. Journalism. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I saw I that picture that.
2: doing the rounds with the frog, actually.
3: Yeah. Well, did you guys do dissections when you were at school? No. We did a rat.
2: Yeah, we did a frog.
3: I thought it was awesome.
2: I, didn't really like, I was vegetarian at the time, I didn't really. Well, not that, I'm a bit it, not that it looked tasty. but <laughs> I'm also incredibly screaming. Yeah. Even when they talk about blood, I have to yeah, put my I'm head between right my here. legs.
3: So. I remember a boy in my class, um, he got the little heart out and he put it where inside the skull instead of the brain. Um and at the time we just thought this was the like the most <laughs> excellent piece of comedy we've ever seen.
2: Oh, well it's clearly been regulated now. Yeah. I don't think that by bad, taking then. away the frogs. Uh, no, the rat's were though. Why is a frog from... better than a rat? Dunno. Slippier, I don't know. It's a bit harder. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I found it uh, most interesting, but probably because from a consumer point of view, Apple has, uh, well, famously not really given away iCloud storage for free. As a consumer, you can only get five gig until you start paying. I personally am a paying customer of their, t- and that's of, not of even- their coincidentally two hundred gigabyte oh, no. plan, two pound forty nine a month. But for but the
3: five gig, course is, is per user as well, not per device. So you can have, have ten iPads. So, but so this is like two
2: hundred gigabytes for free per device or uh, per user.
3: Uh, hmm. I think it is per user still, but mm. that's it's it's such a much it makes such, such, a, big, a, more it makes generous, such a big
2: difference, yeah. yeah. Because as well, that is very important for this product because uh, even though it's very cheap and it's got Apple Pencil support, it's an iPad that only has thirty
3: two gigabytes of storage. Well, there is a hundred, there is a hundred and twenty eight gig option, but yeah, which is way more. Everyone <laughs> is yeah, everyone's going to go for the thirty two gig one. Um, yeah, I think so, that's a big deal. So, to sum up,
1: um, maybe uh, prematurely, but cheaper iPad. Yep. Um, with with the discount, uh, you've got. These new apps and tools for
3: teachers, uh, like yeah. um, well, schoolwork is schoolwork is, is not going to come out till June. Cool. Which I think is quite a, that's quite a thoughtful rollout, isn't it? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that means they can spend three months. Um, I've probably got a like, wrong idea of teachers. Don't think they have three months. Holidays, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Six weeks. <laughs> but they have, they have a bit of time to like get used to it. And uh, uh, augmented reality. Yeah, frog dissections. Um, a piece of well, hardware missed... that
2: can cope with AR as well. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so so the budget of the A10... iPad generally can't. So that. That's
3: yeah. good for it, and they're they're updating um, the three iWork apps on iOS. So that's yeah, Pages, Notes, much maligned, <laughs> no, Pages, Numbers, and Keynote. Yeah, very much maligned. Um, so all three. I was three... a customer of all three. at yeah. one point. You like them? Your well, Apple. I do, you die, like, though, I do actually you? quite like Pages.
1: I use Google apps now, but when I was at uni, um, Google apps weren't really a thing. Yeah, um, sure. So yeah. and I didn't want to spend money on Office, so I went with um, the Apple stuff, and they were fine.
2: Yeah, they're
3: fine. Ringing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> and um, those three are now going to support Apple Pencil. Um, and Pages has got a new feature called Smart Annotation, specifically for the Apple Pencil, which means that you can mark oh, cool. up a yeah. Pages document and it will become anchored. It will be like, um, if you then edit other stuff, it's not just like on the page. On the, document, yeah, I it's see what you mean. linked to it, if you like. It's sort of semi-editable, if you like.
2: And also, I think just from a, a consumer point of view, they've improved their cheapest, most accessible, accessible product, I, um, and it's better now. Because I, yeah. I think Scott, you have the, the the normal iPad right from last year.
1: Yeah, I got the yeah the new, newer one. Yeah,
2: and even though it actually it's quite it's still expensive, as we were saying. Like I know we're we're conditioned to think about thousand pound iPhones yeah. now, but three hundred pounds. For... You don't
1: really get it on um, contract either, so you do yeah tend you do to...
2: have to stump up. Yeah, but I still think like from a from a casual user point of view, the iPad is still the best tablet you can buy. Yeah. I mean, um, like Android tablets have just non-existent really I would never recommend for the amount of support and tech you get in an Apple product with um, the security and the, the guaranteed software updates for several generations it's definitely still the best tablet and yeah. it weirdly yeah cannibalises iPad Pro sales it'll be interesting to see where they go with them in oh, the future
3: don't, don't, I don't think they care about that I know you, they don't you, care but you look at the iPad's numbers when they do their results and the, the iPad department was absolutely stagnant they were having such a bad time mm-hmm. then they launched the 330 quid one last year and suddenly they 're into positive growth, like, okay. you're not as units, but like you know revenue as well. Mm. It was a really good move for them, and mm. so of course they 're doubling down on it, and it is a bit more appealing now they 're trying to get the education sector as well. I and what's
2: your beef with the non-laminated screen, ugh, which ugh. is part of the cost saving yeah, of, um, of it, but can you explain quickly what that is?
3: Yeah, um, it's just a thing that, um, that last year they bought it out, it had an unlaminated screen, which means it has slightly less layers in it, which means that when you press down on it, it gives just like a, a tiny, infinitesimal amount, but you do feel it. because so it feels yeah, got, a bit cheaper. I've got
2: quite an old iPad, and it's definitely glass laminated. Like.
3: Yeah, so like the iPad Air two, which is like I think 2013, that had a laminated screen. They got you know the, that that was new then.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So it's an old technology, and then it was everyone was like, "Why have you got rid of that last year?" As you said to save money, yeah. uh, and it's still the case this year. It's still unlaminated. I haven't felt the new one yet, but I don't see any reason why it, it won't feel cheap plasticky just mm. like last year's one did
2: to us though i, th- I still to think us. it feels like a premium product yeah when most people purchase the one yeah yeah,
3: yeah so it, it's it's a real weird weird thing to talk about because i think this is a really good idea i think it's a i think it's a good deal i mean it's not we, we can't say that it's cheap it's not cheap a lot of people even, have ipads so it's a good yeah, deal but it's a good deal um but i wouldn't want one myself so I'm are they are they elitist. taking a real
1: sort of direct to the school's selling strategy here are they trying to basically get a school to get on board with it and then use their network to try and start pushing out deals and offers and stuff.
3: Yeah, I guess so.
2: It's just, you can approach I, Apple directly as an institution. You don't have to go through yeah. a retail. You can just go straight to them mm. and purchase um, stuff and they can set you up with the, uh, the system.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely going to be quite elitist schools, isn't it? Adopting scale. this on that
3: scale. You saw the school that they did the event in. And it was it was so fancy. Yeah. yeah. There's something about there's something about American private schools that they <laughs> when they get it right they they just look so amazing. It was mm-hmm. real sort of Dead poet Society sort of school. It <laughs> was, yeah. It was fantastic. I think they were saying that they had more PhDs than any other school in America from that from that school. It was just. And sometimes fantastic. it's like is the Obama school? School. Yeah, Chicago, it a school? It's Chicago. It was called Lane Tech. Mm. So I don't know. He's a lawyer, wasn't he? Would he go to a, a technology focused high not. school? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they do. They do. They specialise that early on. I don't know. Tell we I. we're not really informed about this. No, we're still going to opine. Um, um yeah. and you said uh, the uh
1: discount hasn't been sort of um, announced for the UK. No. Is, is are they no. are they kind of half arsing the global rollout? Yeah, definitely the US. I think so.
2: This, this this whole event shows you that they're 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 hitting favorite favoritist or favorite that's the wrong word sorry their favorite tech journalists were invited and okay yeah they invite some teachers who are obviously going to be just naturally thrilled because they've never would have been to that event before mm-hmm. to speak about it and obviously they're not going to pick someone to speak about it who thinks it's a bad idea no. um so it's got positive uh yeah um feedback from the tech press immediately which is what apple want um but i think in terms of actually i think your regular person on the street wouldn't even be aware that there's a new iPad out um because they will always just, you know, need a new iPad and buy one. Yeah. They don't even need to be told. I wasn't aware until I went on
1: Macworld UK this morning and it's absolutely plastered with iPad content. <laughs> <laughs>
2: In a positive way, I hope. You love
3: it. I do. Uh, cool. We, we could talk about the branding finally. Please do. Go on then. They're calling it iPad 6th generation. Oh, right, which that's is, weird. Which is both wrong and annoying.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a good way of summing it up. Are they actually? That's how it would be displayed.
3: They've no, always... I think in the shops it'll just say iPad. Because they've always called 9. it weird things inch. like um,
2: iPad with retina display, the new iPad. Yeah, they're absolutely absolute It's not the sixth mad. generation, It's more than that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. But anyway. they, they're just sort of... Yeah, because last year's one was officially the iPad 5. Because you had the iPad 1, 2, 3, 4. Yep. Then Air. you had the diversion into the Airs but then when the next one came out it was the 5 again it just as if the, the, uh, the airs iPads. had never existed yeah. and there's also been the pros as another separate strand they don't count and in and they the still
2: sell the iPad mini 4 which came out in 2015 yeah, for $400 yeah, it, it
3: went up yeah <laughs> our colleague noticed there's been weird currency variations they've bumped um,
2: up a few of the iPad pro prices as well yeah.
3: the so, size
1: of the current like normal iPad is perfect it is the right size 9.7 it, it's in between the big bulky last one and the mini and it's just great
3: I like the 12.9.
2: I also use that one. I just think it's too big. Mm. The 10.5 is really nice, but that's like, you know, 700 pounds or whatever. Yeah. Mm. People don't need it.
1: Cool. Um, Anything else, David? Uh, Stay in school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm going to ask the question uh, around the small panel. Um, Back to school or straight to detention?
2: (laughs) Back to school, but only from my point of view, because I still think that it's...
4: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter-shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone.
2: It's the best tablet on the market. Yeah. Yeah, back to school, back to school.
0: Cool, uh,
1: we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna talk to Henry about the P20. Henry. Hello. Huawei, new phone, P20. It's got a notch. It does.
2: Would you like to have a look at it? Uh, yeah, I would, yeah. Uh, Have one right here. You've actually got it. Yeah, I went to the event. It's good for audio content. <laughs> so, uh, this is the Huawei P20. I was at the event in Paris. It's just launched. This is not the P20 Pro.
1: Looks a lot like the iPhone 10, doesn't okay.
2: it? Okay. Well, let, let, me rip, let, me riff on, <laughs> let me riff on this. So, uh, yeah, I'll get it out of the way first. It does look like an iPhone 10. It has a cutout notch at the top. Um, it's not as big as the iPhone 10's notch. The iPhone X's notch kind of justifies itself in the, the sensors that it has in it, which is off the dot matrix thing, which helps for face ID mm-hmm. and unlocking and security. So therefore, it's a bit bigger. Uh, with Android phones, to step back again for a moment, Apple did kind of do it first, but manufacturers have been looking into notches for way longer than that. There's a phone called the Essential Phone, which came out last year in the States and it has a tiny little cutout um, even smaller than this one uh, for the, the camera and it, it does move into the screen and there's a few in China which also have one as well Apple then got their phone out and to the mass market and to us to an extent it looks like everyone's just copied them but they can't, when Apple does anything it kind of hurries along the market a little bit and yeah. kind of justifies other companies being able to do it. Um, so, yeah, while we have done it, but I th- I'm pretty certain that they would have been thinking about doing it before Apple came out with it. But now there's not many ways you can do a notch. So a phone is, is going to look like an iPhone 10. You can turn the notch off on this phone. Um, I'll show you. Sorry, listener. Uh, you have the default when it's on and then you can just make the top bit black. Oh, yeah. So it does actually then disappear and you have a, a sort of a normal... Yeah, so you just screen. cut off
1: a tiny bit at the top of the screen. Instead yeah, of really like
2: watch. apps may move into that section, but generally it's just whited it out so you see the notch, yeah. and then when you do that, it fills it in.
3: Which is That is interesting in how different that is from Apple. Apple are making a thing of it, and mm-hmm. they've actually told app developers they're not allowed to hide the notch. Yeah, them. I know. They want to make it an iconic but Apple But here thing. they're
2: like, it gives you more screen, it lets you have a taller screen. This is an <laughs> 18.7 by 9 display. Um, Apple's is like something around there as well um yeah. but yeah you can turn it off because they realize that it's easy enough for them to do in the software and if it's going to convince a few more people to buy it because they can do that then they yeah. will um, it's quite aggressively priced uh this phone um not necessarily in this charming pink color i have oh, it yeah. here in uh is 599 pounds which prices good. it below the iphone 8 um by 100 quid nice. um
1: and way below the iPhone
2: 10. And, yeah, a lot below the iPhone 10. The the P20 Pro uh, is the the brother or sister to this phone, and it has three cameras on the back. Yep. One of them is 40 megapixels, and it and it can do five times optical zoom. It sounds like overkill, um, and so, I am just fresh off a trip, but the, the results are, like, incredible. Some I of the think photos... I saw
1: Nate Langston running around with one of these. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, it would have been at um, the same... Yeah, thing. so yeah. he was running around with one of these and taking a lot of pictures in sort of low light, um, yeah. and he was taking pictures of, like... Um, Neon signs. Okay, and it was. It that's was, that's
2: that's an untouched Eiffel Tower. It's Eiffel just of really view. impressive. The night mode. They they, while we talk a big game, right? So this phone's important for them because they've always had their P series since the P8, which is generally unremarkable, and then they're solid phones. They're kind of affordable in comparison to the competition. Uh, the thing that's always put me off is that their software skin is not very attractive. It it changes stock Android for the sake of things, and they've definitely uh, modelled it on iOS, so it's not very friendly. Uh, to use and it's always been a bit cluttered but uh what they're doing now is they've made a premium feeling and looking phone um and they have chatted a big game with the camera but in my testing so far i've had this for three days now it's genuinely amazing yeah uh, that the low light capability that even on this uh, regular model can do was taking sort of low light with one phone which i thought already looked good and then the amount of light this can let in um is amazing there. The problem <laughs> for Huawei, still, I think, um, is that they're not a household name. The phones are being blocked by the US government to be sold in that country. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and some people just don't really care about having the best camera on their phone. Um, so it's, it's, a diff- it's a difficult one. I, I'm impressed so by, by the it, hardware. Yeah, go well, on, go why on. Is it Please been, ask me a question.
3: No. Why, why has it been blocked in my life? Is that S- just a protectionist so thing? This
2: or? is uh, an ongoing thing where... The US government has always been... Oh, sorry, I say the government. That's a bit of a generalisation. The the FBI, CIA, and NSA have been looking for a few years into the suspicions around Huawei's ties to the Chinese government and uh, the security issues therein of having that affiliation. Um, they do a lot of stuff um, with the government yeah. in, in enterprise. And Huawei's, a, first and foremost, before they were a consumer brand, they were a network, and still are, a network um, equipment provider. So... They think it's like a not an immediate but it could be a long, a long, um, long route back door into American uh user data basically, yeah.
1: In the same way that they're kind of concerned by Kaspersky's like antivirus. virus, yes. yeah, um, in the uh, Russia, link. but yeah, it's 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 ongoing, um, new <coughs> wave paranoia, trade war,
2: yeah. Rubbish. So they, they, while we launched the Mate 10 Pro, their last phone uh, at CES. It launched already in the UK, but they launched it in January in America. The day before the launch, AT&T pulled out of stocking the phone. Then Verizon pulled out. Now Best Buy have pulled out. And the heads of all three intelligence agencies have said that they do not want to sell Huawei phones in the States. Having said that, globally, even without US sales, Huawei has overtaken Apple in terms of global uh, profit.
1: Yeah, well, its own market is sizable. Huge, yeah. But, yeah, I mean... I, I when I say its home market, I mean its domestic market.
2: Yes, yeah, in China, they're, they're a big deal, and it's 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 legitimately a very nice phone. It is. Um, it's got a fingerprint sensor on the front, um, not on the back. Don't yeah. know how you feel about that, but that's increasingly being seen as a. Not oh, it a has, thing so anymore. it has
3: got a home button.
2: Yes, and it's got like gestures in it as well, so you can open apps like that, and you don't have to have the on-screen Android navigation buttons. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a step up for them because last year's P10 was good. It had the nice cameras, but like as a desirable piece of technology, it was it was not very nice looking. Yeah. Basically, um, this is like a massive step up for them, and they're putting a lot of effort um, into the journalist relations and making sure that we knew how to use the cameras. And mm. um, there's no headphone jack. <laughs> no um,
3: courage.
2: Yeah, a lot of courage, <laughs> lot of courage involved. Um, it kind of makes sense on a phone this slim. There's, we've seen a few phones. A, the Sony phone is actually ever centimeter thick and doesn't have one. It, I, I don't. I buy their thing about the notch being Apple just did it first, so um, it looks like we've copied them. I, I, I do kind of buy that, but I don't buy the "oh, we're saving space by taking out the headphone jack." Like the Galaxy S nine has a headphone jack, is fully waterproof, doesn't have a notch, and is still a very nice piece of hardware. Um, this doesn't. This this particular model is not waterproof, doesn't have a headphone jack, doesn't have wireless charging, um, but it does undercut Samsung by two hundred pounds.
1: Yeah, I think um, as a uh, as a. I don't want to use the budget um, as a sort of um, discounted alternative to yeah. those phones. Um, just from the sort of first impression, I think it looks really viable. Like, yeah. I think it's a really, really nice looking piece of kit, um, and it's and it's a lot cheaper than the rest. And feature wise, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little bit out on wireless charging anyway, and mm-hmm. all, all that stuff. So I, it obviously depends on consumer choice, but uh, I think it it's got a nice little yeah i think so like
2: yeah in wireless charging in particular it's a nice to have but again i don't think it's like it's you shouldn't you shouldn't seek it out it's slower yeah it potentially degrades the battery faster Mm -hmm. and uh, it adds a lot of weight and price to the phone as well yeah so i think it's kind of canny from Huawei. um they put usb-c headphones in the box there's an adapter in there so i still think that's copying (laughs) but they do it um yeah, it's going to get some good reviews as well. Like the cameras are like particularly special. Um, so if if it's what you want from a phone, it, I think it's outperforming. Uh, I, I would say it's outperforming Samsung already. Um, whether or not it would outperform the Pixel two, which does a lot of ridiculous stuff with um, the post process, like the processing of the image. Um, but if it really matters to you, you should definitely um, pay attention to it. I've seen a few
1: um, breathless reviews of it as the iPhone ten killer. I oh, really, um, yeah, already. <sighs> I
2: don't. I wouldn't go that far. If if you really want an iPhone ten. You're going to pay the premium.
3: Yeah, does it doesn't sound like it's in the same market?
2: I don't think it is. No, uh, the, like they want so it much to be cheaper. Um, so. The, yeah, the iPhone 10 is thousand. The P20 Pro, which has an even more impressive array of, of cameras, is seven nine nine. So still two hundred pounds cheaper. Mm. But I just think the kind of consumer who wants an iphone 10 isn't going to walk into the store wanting an iphone 10 and walk out with a no. huawei p20 no. it's not going to happen um it's good i think it's good. for them it's good there's going to get some good I, I, on this evidence i'm going to review this phone quite well um i think other people have been impressed by it as well i think the thing i would compare it to in the market at the moment is um is sony the huawei p10 from last year sorry to get into the weeds i know you guys don't, don't do android but um uh, and then the xperia phones from last year they had the big bezels at the top and bottom they had 16 by 9 screens they were they were fine um and they were quite well priced particularly the huawei actually um people kind of said yeah it's fine but in comparison to the way the market's going with taller screens uh, slimmer phones um and better cameras uh, huawei have actually listened and they've okay done something that does quite look like an iphone 10 yep. you, got, you got to say um but uh, the cameras immediately impressive and genuinely does what they say it does in a really impressive way. Um, They've changed the hardware, it's got a taller screen, it's much slimmer Um, they haven't added stuff just for the sake of adding things, whereas the the new Sony XZ2 that uh, my colleague is reviewing it's it's really really fat (laughs) Uh, the camera isn't up to it Um, all they've done is make the screen slightly taller, they haven't actually done a proper redesign of the phone and now it feels like they've taken advice in the wrong way being like "Oh, we're going to have to make a slightly taller screen now and then just change for change's sake and it it just doesn't ring true whereas I think this compared to the last generation is like a massive improvement
1: yeah, Um, cool going to ask you both Um, P20 or P45?
2: i like it uh p20 um yeah it's a good phone and um you should check out the review when i'm done
3: well <laughs> uh, i'd probably say p20 as well i don't feel yeah. qualified to say that but it looks nice you're yeah. never you're never gonna get one so why wouldn't you say p45 um
0: well that's that's courage. even more unfair isn't it? <laughs>
3: it's, it's even more unfair to like not know about a device and then say it's rubbish like, <laughs> that's it, what we do it seems like it's gonna be all right <laughs> Cool. Um,
1: we're going to get out of here. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, very uh, Enjoy the long weekend yeah. here in the UK. And we'll be back next week with more informed tech chats. coming oh, come on. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: UK
3: Tech Weekly Podcast.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?